Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. For those of you that were just hanging in there in the past hour, welcome back. Great to have you back. You know, I think about my life, Benny, and, well, first, let me just say hello to my main man, Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. Benny. Hi, Pat. How are you today? Doing awesome. Thank you. So we get to talk about past lives, right? We get to talk about dragons. Does it get any better than this? No, not oh really. God. That's what I'm trying to say. I get to now have a conversation with Sherry Richards because guess what? This is a cool book, Dancing with Your Dragon, The Art of Loving Your Unlovable Self. Yes, it is a remarkable book. It's beyond that. It's going to shed some insight into what this means. And more importantly, when Linda got this book, or at least had a conversation about this book, you could feel her heart and her soul just light up. Because what is it about the notion of even saying the word dragon that relates to some people and doesn't have anything to do with other people? Well, I'll tell you what. This is a show that's going to enlighten you. Uh, It's going to take you to a place where you not only get to have fun with this, but you understand this dance that we do with our dragon. What does it mean metaphorically? What does it mean from a soul point of view? What does it mean from, you know, this idea of healing the pain that we have, that we carry with us? It is so good to have Sherry Richards joining us here today, speaker, author, hypnotherapist. You know, she's helping all of us understand with her very playful, and you're going to hear this today, but it's a healing message of love and acceptance. Why is one of our greatest challenges learning to accept and love ourselves? We have heard this over and over and over again. you got to love yourself. But then we go to love ourselves, and we end up not loving ourselves. Today's show is going to be all about this. You know, her background, 30-year career in radio, television, journalism, filmmaking, music, she is the author of an audiobook for children, and now we get to chat with her a ton about Dancing with Your Dragon. Award-winning, by the way. Sherry, it is so cool to have you here. I don't know that you knew what you were signing on for when you said you'd do this interview. <laughs> well, I'm excited to be here, Dr. Pat. You just sound awesome, and I'm looking forward to the hour ride with you. 
All right, listen. Before the break, I was telling you a little story, and I want to bring it up okay. uh, because I think it's going to open the door for a, for a bigger conversation. My friend Linda, who booked the show, first of all, we love Deborah. Uh, you know, it, when we booked the show, the minute we heard Dancing with Your Dragon, and Linda did some research on this, this was not even, she didn't even ask me about it. So I just want to mm-hmm. tell you. She, if you go into Linda's house, you will see some of the most extraordinary dragon pieces, right? Some are glass, some are wood, some are this, some are that. So she dropped or knocked over, did something with one of her dragons, and it was glass and it broke, with ceramic and it broke. And, I mean, you could feel the energy and, 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 and it was like, oh, my dragon broke. And I said, you know, Linda, when I come back, and I did came back, you know, and uh, her mom passed and came back. I couldn't get to glue it together. So both of us are sitting, what is the meaning of this? Oh, my gosh, why won't the dragon come back together? What's going to happen? So I want to talk to you about the images we have about the dragon and, and put it in the context of the healing journey we have. I'd love for you to talk to that. Well, the dragon is a really amazing symbol. And what the dragon means depends very much on what culture you look in. So, of course, if you look into the Eastern culture where they have uh, dragons in parades and they revere the dragon in China, there's so many happy dragons and dancing dragons and dragons everywhere. The dragon is a wonderful symbol. It's a symbol of power. And then, of course, if you look into the Western religious culture and you start looking into the Bible, the dragon is also uh, often found as a symbol for the devil, which is kind of interesting. So as I began doing my research looking into the dragon, what I bottom-lined the dragon at is power, pure and simple, and not just any kind of power, specifically earthly power, the power of the body, the power of survival, the, the energy that we use to, to get up and make ourselves move every day. And when we look at our conditioning as, as people, as children in particular, from the time, you know, you start to be able to move around, your parents are always telling you, well, you can do this, don't do that, no, 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 don't go there, don't do this, don't say that. You know, it's all this stopping this energy, stopping this power. And we become conditioned to start to go inside, depending, of course, on our environment. But many of us begin to lose access to this this aliveness, this energy that courses through our body because we have beliefs, ideas about how we're supposed to be and who we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to look like and how we're supposed to act, and we try to conform to all of that. And so then we get kind of squeezed in, and we the dragon stops dancing. Our energy goes flat. We lose uh, access to so many parts of who we are. And my book is about rediscovering those aspects of yourself and finding a way to let your inner life force move through you, your inner dragon, the parts of yourself that you don't like for whatever reason to come to really understand those energies and that they're their life force, their juice, their power, their 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 fun and how to begin to move with that energy in our life. So that's how I work with the dragon. I love this. I love this. There are so many things I want to talk to you about in this book, and I want to just tell everyone out there that, you know, we talk a lot about bring, getting our power back, becoming empowered, bring it, you know, you know, there's a lot of conversation around 2012, and now we're in smack dab today 
with a lunar eclipse, right? Right. Uh, about taking our power back. This planet's in retrograde. This is, uh, you know, I want to talk about this because it was from Melinda's point of view. This is my sense of it. I, she's listening, so she can call in and speak for herself <laughs> in this show. But I got the sense that this was that this dragon breaking, right? It, it was an emotional aspect of her life. And, you know, you talk about this power, but you also talk about self-worth. You know, yes. the dragon, what do you call it? The dragometer, right? <laughs> I call it the dragonometer. Dragonometer exactly. and self-worth. I want to touch upon that because I hear so often how deflated people are feeling right now. Do you know what I mean? Deflated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, there, there's so much going on in the world, you know, with the economy and with with um, people's lives in so many different ways. And when you have your life force hooked up in the way life should be, and if it's not following how you think it should be, then chances are you're going to go deflated because you have an expectation that's put on it. And so the way to free your energy is to free yourself of ideas, expectations, even that you need to have a job and it should look like that. I mean, of, of course, we all need money and we need houses and things like that. But I live in Sedona, Arizona, and it's been fascinating for me to watch the lifestyle choices that people make in Sedona. Some people live in their cars, actually quite a few people, and they don't have a bad time of it. It's a choice. They have little vans or trucks or however they do it, you know, different kinds of lifestyle choices that allow them to live within their means, maybe working, maybe not, and and they can enjoy their lives. So it's all it all depends on what you expect life to be and how you approach it. And if you can free yourself from the out there expectations, get really present in the moment where you are, and then discover what's going to unfold from here moving forward, then you start to access your power. You start to access your dragon. You start to be able to breathe in the self-esteem that can come from being right in the moment and knowing that you're okay exactly the way you are. And that's, I know from looking a little bit at the website and, and your background, you know, that can be a little challenging because we have these expectations and beliefs about how we're supposed to be that have been taught to us from the time we're very little. And if our parents, for some reason, didn't appreciate how we were, if we were a wild and rambunctious child and they wanted someone quiet, okay, we're going to get an internal belief that there's something wrong with us. There goes the self-esteem. Or maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they want a real outgoing and bright and cheerful child and you're a quiet, serious type. Okay, now you've got to believe there's something wrong with you because there's an expectation from the outer that you be different from how you are. And we all have to deal with that in our lives. But the key is to take the expectation off yourself, to use your what I call dragonometer, to become aware of what these thoughts and feelings and beliefs are about yourself, to start to notice. And that's the first step. It's awareness. As soon as you can become aware of what's happening inside your own mind, of the thoughts of your inner judge, 
of the of your own personal energy and how you're using it what's motivating you to go into the world are you motivated to please your parents still even though you know you're 50 years old and you know you're still trying to get the job that they're going to say oh that's so good i'm so happy for you is that why you're doing it you have to ask yourself those questions you have to start to notice and when you begin to become aware that's the first step toward making a change toward freeing yourself this. I love this. This For those of you out there, this is both a fun and powerful book, Dancing with Your Dragon, The Art of Loving Your Unlovable Self. Terry Richards joining me here today. When we come back, we're going to be talking about, you ready, the dragon, the alchemist, and the actor. There's a couple of things in here I can't wait to talk to her about. <laughs> mirror, mirror on the wall. Yep. Do you have a magic mirror? Stay tuned, everyone. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the show. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Feeling bogged down by your daily grind? Not living up to your greatest potential? Then it's time to turn up the heat and get real with what truly matters, be it family, career, wellness, spirituality, or anything else that fuels your inner flame. Join Fire It Up with CJ as this respected life coach talks to a wide range of experts and everyday people for their inspiring and unconventional ideas to help you make the most from your life. Equal parts heartwarmer, cheerleader, and butt kicker, CJ Liu draws on her extensive experience in business and life coaching, along with her intuition and playful humor to address meaningful topics with truth and irreverence. It takes just one spark to ignite a fire. For dates and showtimes, visit www.fireitupwithcj.com or www.transformationtalkradio.com. If you have been struggling with fear and anxiety, you know how debilitating these emotions can be. You constantly doubt yourself, you can't make decisions, and feel more and more insecure and stuck. Dr. Friedemann Schaub's new book, The Fear and Anxiety Solution, will provide you with the insights and tools to break through these challenges. Through step-by-step process, Dr. Schaub explains how to address the subconscious root causes of fear and anxiety and transform these emotions into catalysts for confidence, self-worth, and success. Get your copy now and visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. Just stop what you're thinking right now and ask yourself, if I could have anything I desired, what would it be? Now expand that energy beyond anything you have ever imagined. That energy, that is you. What if you could have access to that all the time? Curing the incurable are for those that desire a different possibility with their life and their body. Does that excite your molecules? Well, check out Liam's website at liamphillips.com. Tune in each Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern for the hit show Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, the Fog City Psychic. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that will help you get clear and catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers, intuitives, spiritual visionaries, and more. Want an on-air reading? Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity delivers the compassionate, no-nonsense, intuitive advice that's become her trademark. Visit fogcitypsychic.com and 
and book your reading today. Tune in to The Sean and Jen Show, Soul Path Insights Radio, each Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show with Sean and Jen will have you saying yes to as much abundance as you desire. Imagine a happier soul radiating energy in all areas of your life. Get ready to understand the meaning and the message in your life. Shift obstacles to opulence. Experience powerful, intuitive coaching, live readings, and transformative tools as Sean and Jen dare you to live your best life. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Join Laura from Blue Heron Wisdom Radio for free webinar Wednesday each week at 10 a.m. Pacific and learn how to get unstuck. You'll also get tips on how to be happier that you can apply right now. With a new topic each week, you'll be living an inspired life in no time. Visit the events page at www.blueheronwisdom.com to register for this completely free webinar series. Hey everyone, welcome back. All right, you guys are following online, and if you're not following online, just make a note of this, okay? You could tell what colors I relate to. Yeah, every website that I send you guys to, which I'm like jumping up and down about, uh, you can look at it and say, yep, that would be a website she'd like. Go to the website Dancing with your dragon.com dancing with your dragon.com uh you're going to get to meet cherry richards right there you'll get to see her dancing with your fabulous dragon but there's a rose there and i'm going to ask her about this <laughs> certainly in the colors that i love flaming orange and red why uh born under the sign of sagittarius maybe one of the reasons but because the energy of this website and the energy that we're talking about with dragons is so powerful and so insightful. Uh, Sherry, thank you for joining me here today. How very cool this is. It's great to chat with you and have this much fun. Absolutely. My pleasure. All right. So yeah, I'll tell go. you about that rose since I'm you mentioned ask it. I'm about that. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's a, it's a pink rose, and it's on the cover of my book, and it's it's actually in the flames. And the idea of it is, is pink is the color of unconditional love, and the rose is is the flower that symbolizes love. And this is a book about finding this space of unconditional love. It's the art of loving your unlovable self. And people say, well, how, what? How can you love it if it's unlovable? Well, when you find the space of unconditional love, Everything's lovable because there are no conditions. It's just the space of allowing everything, including you, most importantly you, to be exactly the way you are. It's the space of the heart. And, and what I'm talking about is literal space. It's an actual process of learning to quiet your mind and open your heart and kind of move into this sea of allowing. And so I often liken it. I have a, a, a chapter in my book where I like, which is called Dancing in the Ballroom of Your Heart. And so I liken it to a big ballroom inside yourself. And just imagine if you're in a big, empty 
ballroom and there's nothing in there. And part of you comes in and it wants to cry or scream or yell or jump or turn cartwheels or whatever. As long as there's space, meaning there's no thoughts, there's no judgment, there's no parental voice coming in, you can't turn a cartwheel, you'll hurt yourself, or you can't do that, what's, what's wrong with you, or you can't make that noise, someone will look at you funny. There's, when all of that stuff is out of the way, then our emotions and our feelings and our ability to express ourselves, everything is just free to move. And that's like being in, or even like if you're in, uh, in, a, in nature, in a big field, as long as the field is open, there's nothing in the way, everything has freedom, everything can move. And so that's what the space of the heart is like. And the way to get there, it's easy. All you have to do is notice, okay, you put your hand on your heart, you take a breath. Just notice what's there and allow it. Oh, I'm afraid. I can't do this. Allow that. Someone's going to come and, and judge me and tell me I'm wrong. Allow that feeling. Whatever comes, just allow it. And the more you practice that, the more you'll be able to find this space and get back to it when you need it. And so for myself personally, it's not like I'm in it all the time. I'm not, but I know how to get there. I, I can notice with my dragonometer that my judge is beating up on me and telling me and I, I need to be different or I need to do this wrong or, my God, I just said something really stupid or whatever. Take a deep breath, come back to the heart, find the space, let it go, back in the center. And that's a practice, like a dance, over and over and over again. Those are the kinds of things I teach in this book. It's a very practical book, lots of exercises, lots of ways to go inside yourself and discover. It's not about me telling you anything. It's about you discovering for yourself what's happening inside. You know, one of the things you talk about is the golden feeling, and I want to talk about that for a minute. Um, you know, the process, I think you call it turning light to gold. Uh, and when I read that, uh, you know, when you just say the word lead, you feel how heavy that is. Yeah. You know, exactly. you get a sense of the heaviness of that. Um, and I wanted to talk to you about this idea of the alchemist. Because a lot of folks don't believe that they have that power, that, you know, it's like I'm never going to find the Merlin within me. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to talk about that, how it relates to dancing with the, with, with the dragon. Well, you know, all of these heavy feelings, the idea that I'm not good enough, the low self-esteem, the, uh-huh. the judgments, the, the, hate, the hatred. I mean, I personally actually hated myself. So I know what I'm talking about. I did for years and years and years, and I don't even know exactly why. I just got the idea somehow that I was wrong. It had to do somehow with how I was raised, how I was perceived by others, an incredible inner hunger, an inner need for love that I was not getting from the external and wanting it so bad and trying to dance and sing and do this and do that. What? What? Love me, please love me. And what I had to learn to do was to turn it so that the love is generated from the inner and from, from what I call the vertical reality, which is the reality of the divine. So when we talk about turning lead to gold, it again comes back to this magical place, this magical heart. It's like the heart is almost like a cauldron that can allow for um, the transformation to, to happen. I, I speak in my book about the actual tool that the, the alchemists use, which um, is, of course, 
the word is just going to leave me right now. The crucible, <laughs> that's what yeah. it is. The crucible is like a test tube. And it's sort of like something where you place all of the different things you want to transform. So they put all their lead in there and whatever else they do in there. And it's, and it's designed to hold heat. And it can withstand incredible pressure. So, and then within that cauldron, within that crucible, within that pressurized um, uh, vessel, that's where the transformation happens. So what I teach people in my book is how to become your own energetic cauldron. And the way you do that is you stop projecting out onto everyone else all of your feelings. So if someone says something to you and your feelings are, are hurt, the way to transform that leaden energy into gold is to hold it inside, to not blame them, to stop blaming other people for the way you feel and, and for how you are and for all of the negativity. When you blame, you, it's like having a hole in your crucible or a hole in your cauldron. All of your personal energy leaks out through the blame, and it goes over to them. They did that. They're wrong. They made me feel this way. It's their fault, their fault, their fault. Every time you say their fault, your energy goes to them, literally. It's like they could sit over there and get get empowered with your personal energy uh-huh. if they wanted to use that kind of energy because you're giving it to them. So, yeah, you know, one of the things you talk about in the book, and I think it's related to what you're saying here, Sherry, is, uh, and I believe you call it the trap, the trap of needing to be right. And, uh, you know, and I want to talk about that in the context of what you're saying here today, because this idea of being right, um, you know, I, I guess we could either be right or we could be free. Exactly. Um, Right. It's not the dragon that's driving us to be right. And that, you know, sometimes we think it is, but it's actually the opposite, isn't it? It's some, it's some need of, you could call it the ego or, or whatever it is that has an idea that being right means something. What, yeah. does it, what does it mean? Does it mean you're a good person? Does it mean you're going to be rich now? Does it mean people are going to like you more? What, what does it mean to you to be right? And, and how much energy are you willing to invest in the need to be right? How far are you willing to go? Are you going to get in a fight? I mean, some people do. They beat each other up to they get to the point when I'm right. No, I'm right. And then they're in a fist fight. How far do you want to go to be right? Whereas it's just as easy, even if you... If you know that you are right about something, if you truly, truly know that, you can just stand in it and let the other person have their own belief, whatever it is. And then you're wow. free. Then you, can, then you can be in that space of peace and know the truth without having to try to impose that on anyone else. That's true freedom. Wow. I love it. Sherry Richards joining us here today. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the four worlds, but we're also going to talk about bringing heaven down to earth. I have to tell you, there is so much in this book. I know I'm not going to get to all of it. So I I think it's great on a day like today where people are reading about what might be the gloom and doom of this lunar eclipse. We're going to shine some dragon fire on this so that each of us can stand in our power 
So when we come back, get ready for it. Come on, baby. Light my fire. Sherry, Sherry Richards joining us here today. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show, and we'll be giving away a copy of her book as well. Stay tuned. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Are you ready to shift your life 180 degrees and bring more joy, more love, more money, and more happiness to your life? This can be your reality when you love yourself enough to experience our Essence of Gratitude Diamond Combo. Gratitude is on a mission to create a partnership between the hearts of all human beings. Wouldn't it be wonderful to cultivate this state of being every single day and not only on specific occasions? Give yourself or a loved one this priceless gift our diamond combo that includes all our creations and transforms your life in health, wealth, creativity, and enriched relationships. Awake the spark of joy and happiness during this holiday season and be part of a viral sharing as we spread the essence of gratitude around the world. Visit our shop for our special holiday offer at explorationgratitude.com. When it comes to understanding the benefits of ionized water, Dr. Peggy Parker is the ultimate resource. But when it comes to providing the best selection of high-quality water ionizers and the accessories to make it look beautiful in your kitchen, call on YNR Marketing. With our help, you can make this antioxidant-packed water in your own kitchen for only pennies a glass. In fact, if you call us today, you can even try the water free. So don't delay. Call us at 877-25-WATER. We also offer a wide range of pre-filters to help deal with chlorine chloramines, fluoride, lead, and pesticides to ensure you're drinking the highest quality water available. We even solve hard water issues. If you have questions, we have the answers. So call us today at 877-25-WATER. That's 877-25-WATER. Or visit us on the web at trythewaterfree.com. Again, that's trythewaterfree.com. Tune into Intuit University, compassionate guidance, connecting you to your inner wisdom with internationally renowned psychic and medium, Sherry Dillard, each Thursday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern. Get ready for an hour of practical spirituality, fun, and a magic carpet ride into the spirit realm. This hit show is a combination of call-in readings and intuitive mentoring as Sherry supports, inspires, and empowers you to create your highest good in relationships, career, finances, life purpose, spirituality, and more. For more information, visit SherryDillard.com. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to CreatingGreaterPossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, CreatingGreaterPossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. CreatingGreaterPossibilities.com The following audio is via a Skype call. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. For more information about us, go to the drpatshow.com uh, or transformationtalkradio.com. Um, if you have a question for Sherry today in the show, you know, uh, it would be great. You can go to either one of those websites, type it in on the right-hand side, ask your question. But what I'd love to do is I'd love to give a copy away of the book, Dancing with Your Dragon, 
The Art of Loving Your Unlovable Self. Sherry Richards is joining me here today. Let's do it, Benny, the first caller that calls into the show, 1-800-930-2819. First caller, we'd love to give a copy of the book, 1-800-930-2819. Sherry, thank you so much for joining me here today. It's so fun, and this is very, very powerful work. Yeah, absolutely. This is a process of transforming yourself, of, of transforming yourself into acceptance of who you are as you are. And that's a major transformation. You know, I'd like to invite uh, Dr. Pat people, if they visit my website, dancingwithyourdragon.com, in addition to the book that you're giving away, I also have a free meditation that they can receive. If they just visit the website and put in their name and their email address, they'll receive an audio download of a meditation called Opening Your Heart, which is very similar to what we were talking about earlier in the show, a process of just, just going inside and putting your hand on your heart and just beginning this process of allowing whatever little feelings, whatever little sensations, whatever's going on there to be there so that you can begin to open up to the feeling realm of being. We're so much educated and, and, you know, as soon as we get in school, it's our minds are learning this and that and the other thing. But I think we should have, you know, emotion 101 taught somewhere because we just lose touch with how to feel and what's okay yeah. to feel. And, and it's, it's such a rich part of our lives, our feeling world. And to be able to, to, you know, learn to be with the feelings that are more difficult, to be with them ourselves, the sadness, the anger, the, the, the hatred, whatever might be in there, to learn to be with those feelings, you'll find it's like a little kid when a kid has a feeling, when it has a space to be, it changes really fast. But if we have a feeling that we're afraid of or we don't want to feel and we push it away and we get rid of it, it takes a ton of energy to keep it away. And it will come back and bite you in the butt eventually. It does come back. I mean, you know, we get, what do we call it? We get get a temporary relief, right? Because what we're addressing is really the symptom. You know, it's temporary. Um, but, you know, don't you think also, Sherry, that, you know, this, this varies society to society. So, for example, you know, I, I talk about, you know, my upbringing in a very, very Italian family, right? Yes. You know, where Italian was mostly the uh, first language uh, that, that was spoken around the dining room table or so forth and so on. And almost Every meal had some form of emotion in it, whether, and I joke about this because this is what I remember, whether the meatballs were not done right or, uh, you know, something, uh, whether it was good, bad, or indifferent, the expression of it was fueled. You know what I'm saying? If my grandpa loved Something, whether it was the fresh herb, whether it was the roses, whether it was, whether it was the meatballs or the spaghetti, he went on about it as he's chewing at the same time, right? Yes. Yeah, he went and on about it. And that's delightfully rich. You know, we love to watch movies with Italians and, you know, Moonstruck and all of that. It's, it, there's so yeah. much going on there energetically. Right, the feelings. But if if you're raised in some kind of a way where you're you're taught not to feel, or you're allowed to feel positive feelings, but you're not allowed to feel negative feelings, you know, these are the kinds of things that you have to look inside of yourself and discover. You know, what are you not allowing yourself to feel? For me, it was anger. 
I did mm. not let myself feel angry. And I don't know if you noticed, I have a story in my book. It's, uh, it's part of why the book was written. When I was 19 years old, my mother ran off with my boyfriend. And my mother was a therapist and quite, um, quite an amazing being who I totally, totally adored on so many levels. But this thing happened in our life, and she ran off with my boyfriend. She was with him for a couple of years. She was 40. He was 20. I like to call her the archetypal cougar. So she was sort of like in her generation, you know, kind of a little ahead of her time, but that's, that's sort of the type of um, being that she was very beautiful. And, but it created this incredible pain and anger in me. And at the same time, and then from that point on, she was with him for two years. And then after that, she went to India and she ended up uh, with a guru over there, a spiritually enlightened master that she was with for like 14, 15 years. And then he left the body and she and 20 other people were given sort of the reign of power to carry on his teachings. I was in Sedona, Arizona at the time, and she uh, eventually, within the next couple of years, ended up in Sedona and started a mystery school, and I spent about 10 years in her school. And I found that even though I'd been in different kinds of therapy and, you know, done so many things to try to heal myself of this pain that was generated from this experience with her, I found that the techniques that I learned in her school were the most helpful. And many of them are woven into my book. And I also found that I believe everything happens for a reason. What I found is that my experience with her forced me to find what I like to call the inner mother because my mother was the person that I was constantly looking for love from. I want her to love me. I want her to give me the feelings that make me feel better. I want her to take my pain and make it go away. And she wouldn't do it. And and even if she tried, she probably couldn't do it because ultimately we have to do that for ourselves. And right. so, you know, that was the lesson that I was forced to learn because that because it hurt so much that I was forced to find that place inside where I could receive the nurturing of the mother. And I receive it from myself as mother, from the earth as mother, from the divine as mother. Those energies of love exist. They exist just at, just as a place, like a river where you can go and visit and take a drink. And it's just a matter of knowing how to find what I call that frequency of love, that that vibration that you can tune into and allow that nurturing energy to fill you up in the places that hurt. And as and I you, learned... Hmm? Uh, this is... Uh, what a beautiful story I just want to say to you. Uh, thank you so much for sharing that. Because I think we get very confused about love, um, and well, rightly so. Yeah, right? it's, it's the most confusing thing because it's. I think it's for me. It's a motivating factor. I've talked a lot with my my husband Jerry about this. You know, he feels that men are mo- more motivated by respect. They're looking for respect from the world, and um, you know, I tend to feel. People are motivated, even below the respect, I think everyone is motivated by love, the desire mm-hmm. to feel love and loved. And um, so it's a really, really important thing, but the key, the key is to know that you're, you do not have to be dependent on anyone in the outer world to get it. You, once you find it inside yourself, once you find that, 
that frequency that I'm talking about, that place where love just is and you know how to tune into it, then everything becomes love. And you'll get it from all kinds of places in the outer world, but it's not like you're looking for it. It's not like, okay, what do I have to do to get it? Oh, my God, I have to, how do I have to be? How do I have to look? How do I have to act? What, you know, what, what, what moves do I have to have? What lines, you know, it's you, you just learn to become love in a way. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense, but it also makes sense in the context of how you talk about, you know, the search for perfection in the book. You know, I found that really interesting. I mean, because one of the things that I think I've discovered uh, about myself and regarding the search for perfection is that the the ego's main job is, is to make sure that we remember that we're special and that we dedicate our entire life to trying to be special in an outer world. And, you know, that's one way that I look at it. You know, but part of the other thing you talk about is this idea of perfection, but also discernment. And I wanted to talk with you a bit about both of those. I think discernment falls into the category of, I don't even understand what that word means. (laughs) And it becomes, it's like, you say the word discernment, people just nod, and, you know, three out of five of them are really wanting to say, what does that word mean? Because I don't think we understand the concept of it either. I know it's a lifelong journey for me. Right, exactly. Well, in, there's the ability to kind of perceive uh, what's going to be helpful for me and what's not going to mm. be helpful for me, like that. And and discernment is a way, there's a difference between judgment and condemnation and discernment. And so, you know, this this whole idea of the judge, I write a lot about the judge in my book. And if you have a judge inside of yourself that's constantly beating up on you and telling you what's wrong with you, and it's at the same time probably beating up on other people too, because you tend to judge in the outer world whatever it is you're judging in yourself. So, for example, for me, I, I was talking earlier about the anger piece. I was very uncomfortable with my own anger. I was mad at my mother for running off with my boyfriend. I had a huge rage in there, but I never let myself see it. And, of course, if I saw anyone else that was angry out there, not only did I judge it, I was petrified of it because I was afraid of my own anger. So so eventually as I got comfortable with the anger inside of me and I found a way to safely express it and I began to notice when something made me angry because in the, you know, uh, in the past, the anger piece would come up and I would just push it down immediately before even recognizing that it was there. So it takes a while to discern, to perceive, to become aware of, oh, someone said something and I felt anger. Okay. And now, okay, I'm going to give myself permission. I have something in the book that I call acting in. So rather than say, hey, you did that to me, rah, 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 and yelling at the person, I'm going to act in and allow myself to go, rah, 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 those, somebody did that to me, and I call it my little girl, because I tend to to attribute most of the emotions that a child would feel that I think we all still feel, because the emotional right. body is young. I attribute to what I call the little girl, and she's mad. And so then I give her permission to just stomp her feet and go, I'm mad, that made me mad. And, you know, I don't have to act it out in a room full of people that are going to go, what's she up to? But, in I know. The privacy, you know, in the privacy of my room, I go, oh, that made me so mad. And then I know. 
I'm done. Okay, now it's yeah. out, and I can move on and get into society where you know they don't they don't uh, they don't like it when you stomp your feet and go I'm mad in the middle of the office, right? So no, right. <laughs> and I love this because that is a fabulous, fabulous tool for folks because stuffing it just makes us sick. We're right. gonna take a short. When we come back, we're talking with uh, Sherry Richards, everybody, Dancing with Your Dragon, The Art of Loving Your Unlovable Self. When we come back, we're going to talk about the paradoxical nature of desire. Why? Because, you know, maybe there's a good reason people were a bit confused over the movie The Secret. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, guess what? Desire, the good, the bad, the ugly, and what you may not think about it. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. The preceding audio was via a Skype call. Some talk networks broadcast whatever they want to, whether the vibration is high or low. Others tune in to the highest vibration possible to help people live life full out. These networks don't come along very often. But when they do, they remind us that we can achieve everything that is possible to help ourselves, to help others, and to help the planet. Hello, everyone. I'm Sue London. I'm Karen Hager. I'm CJ Liu. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. These networks aren't concerned about sensationalizing bad news. aren't concerned about sensationalizing individuals' setbacks. Powerful, inspiring. They focus on an amazing, innovative broadcast network. You can learn a lot. That helps people rise up. That helps people become empowered. Empowered Living Radio is where you can find it. That helps people say yes to standing in the abundance and amazement that is their lives. The urge to grow. These networks remind us that everything is possible. Let us inspire you. That nothing is limited. Epic social change. That our lives are much more than anything our minds would hope us to believe. Overcome those challenges in your life. These networks help us rise and shine to the occasion of our lives. True empowerment. Transformation Talk Radio is one of these networks. Transformative radio show that will change your life. Won't you join us? Join us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Saskia Rowell, the international soul guide who has followed her soul from Hong Kong and Africa to America. Saskia cracks open the lives of her clients and brings their soul's purpose to life. Are you stuck in a life that doesn't work? Go to YourSoulGuidance.com for your 21-day roadmap to the life you secretly dream about absolutely free. Discover surprising truths about your soulmate, talents, blocks, and more. Now is the time. Go to YourSoulGuidance.com. The following audio is via a Skype call.
everybody. Welcome back. You know, for those of you out there, the book is called Dancing with Your Dragon. And I, I just have to tell everyone that, you know, having this conversation with Sherry, we are barely scratching the surface of some of the tools in here. The, the way that this book is written is, you know, is, is, is for you to not only be fired up about your life, but there is something about the dragon energy, which I didn't even re- realize until I read the book. And Sherry, thank you for doing such a brilliant job. I mean, this is this is amazing, and I know I'm not getting to, you know, like we're scratching the surface on here. Thank you, thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely, my pleasure, truly. It's one of those yes. books that had to be written. You know, it's the kind that comes through you all the years of, yeah. of what I had learned on my own journey that just wanted to be mm-hmm. shared. And and it comes in a moment in time. I couldn't write it today. If I had to, it had to be written <laughs> when it was written, and that was it. So, I love that. But in, you know, before the break, I mean, there are a lot of things that you and I could have talked about, but I do want to talk about the paradoxical nature of desire, and that's what you call it in the book. Yeah. Um, call it the paradoxical nature of desire. And right. I like that you define paradox, because I really want to start out with this. I kind of made a comment about the movie The Secret. There's very good reason why the principles in the book and the movie worked for some people and didn't work for others. And I think you really nail it in this chapter in the book. Can we talk about this for a minute? Sure. Uh, about what is so important to remember about the nature of desire. Right. Well, it's an energetic thing. So desire is, you know, something that you're filled with. You're filled with the longing. You're filled with the need, the desire for something. And if you want to receive something, just look at this really logically. How can you receive it if you're filled already? Because in order to receive something, there has to be space for it. There has to be room to take it in. So I'm speaking a lot energetically in your body. If you're filled with the longing, one of the, one of the secrets of manifestation that I learned very young as a metaphysician, you know, studying all this stuff uh, 30, 40 years ago, is once you envision what it is you want, you need to then let it go, right? You have to be able to totally let go of the need for it, of the vision itself, and send it out there to manifest. Now, I don't write about manifesting, you know, things of, in the material world that you want. That's totally fine. I have no problem with it, but that's not the focus of my book. The focus of my book is connecting with your divine self, filling yourself up with 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 unconditional love and this incredible state of peace and, you know, just really loving yourself at the deepest possible levels. That's what I focus on. But in talking yeah, but about... Izzy, can I ask you a question about sure. this before we continue? I know you don't talk about it, but the sense that I get is that that is actually a prerequisite before you can really manifest the, the things in the outer world. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yes, exactly. And, yeah. and that's the point. Once you are able to get yourself to the point where you're free, where you're you're loving yourself, you're able to stand in yourself and, and, and have your energy, your dragon dancing, which is basically meaning your energy moves freely, your life force moves freely, you're not caught in limiting ideas of who you are and how you need to be. When you free your energy, then all kinds of magic can happen. And the key is to simply, you know, move in that direction and then let it, let it come. And then if it's not coming in that moment, let, 
whatever the moment is bringing you be enough. As long as the current moment is always enough, then you stay in a place of peace and you stay in a place of openness. And that place of peace and openness is what allows new energy to come, new things to happen, you know, for the next the next step in the dance to be presented to you. So it's always about, and so the key with desire is to just recognize if you need it so badly that you can't ever let go of the desire of it, then you're not free to actually receive it. And it's really, it's interesting. The reason I write about desire in my book is, you know, as I said earlier, my mother was in India, and she was very involved with Eastern practices. And one of the practices that they teach is desirelessness, to always have no desire. Well, I'm a Western girl. I'm sorry. I have desires, you know. It's kind of like I want things. I always have wanted things, wanted to accomplish things and all that. So I had to find a way to balance the, the understanding of this Eastern principle, which is that if you don't have desire you basically don't have suffering because you suffer if you are constantly desiring something and you don't have it, then you suffer over not having it, right? But if you want to manifest something or achieve something or create something, you also have to have a vision. And in a way, a vision is like a desire. It moves you forward to know what you want to accomplish or bring forth. So for me, it's having the vision and then letting it go, having the desire, knowing what it is you'd like, but not making it a requirement for you to be at peace or happy or enjoy whatever's there. So for me, it's like, okay, what's in this moment that I can really have an energetic stimulation and pleasure from? The color of the sky, a deep breath, a flower, just those simple things. A bird that fly. I get incredible pleasure from just watching a bird fly across the sky. Yeah. It's really yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, one of the things I want to say is what you're talking about is really an exquisite existence of living life every moment in the present and observing. Sherry, I cannot thank you enough for joining me here today, and I've got one last question. What would you like to leave us with? What is your personal message for today? And thank you so much. Oh, my absolute pleasure. My personal message is to just remember to let yourself be. Preceding audio was via a Skype call. We are living in a time of great challenges and greater opportunity for transformation. The good news is that public awareness of the need for change is also growing exponentially. More than ever, your transformative message is needed to empower millions across the globe. Hi, I'm Dr. Pat, host of The Dr. Pat Show, and I'm excited about announcing an unprecedented opportunity for growth as we expand our broadcast by launching Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network. Join me and a team of amazing people and host your own show on Transformation Talk Radio. Get ready to expand your horizons, tap into the best listeners anywhere, and join one of the most positive and expansive networks today. Historically, there came a time when the boundary of water was transcended as man developed the boat and the barriers of water became freeways. Join Dr. Pat as she launches this exciting venture. To host a show, call 1-800-930-2819 or email host at transformationtalkradio.com. Transformation Talk Radio. 
a higher consciousness perspective. The hosts on Transformation Talk Radio offer a positive and new paradigm shift, a new vision for a collective future. They are empowering and helping all of us experience a powerful wave of personal shifts and cultural change as we break through to even greater levels of awareness. Take down our toll-free number, 1-800-930-2819. Call in, connect, make sure you tap into some of the world's most empowering psychics, healers, and more. Get an on-air reading with the best. Tune in, transformationtalkradio.com. Hey, everybody, we'll see you there. And now I love, I feel like fear just cripples you and love frees you. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing and changing from fear to love and showing people that that's the only way. I love, I love, I love, I no longer fear. Thank you. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we, we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening. And keep us tuned in right here on Transformation, Transformation Talk, Talk Radio. Radio. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world, one listener at a time. Hello, everyone. This is Cosmic Connections with Madeline. This is Madeline Gerwig. This is Saskia Well. You're listening to Your Soul Guidance with me on Transformation Talk Radio. Hey, you guys. This is Lisa Kay, and you're listening to Success and Empowerment Radio. Hello, and welcome to Alive and Shine with Adrian Savitri. Hello. Well... Hi, everyone. It's Dr. Peggy Parker, and you're listening to Simple Solutions for Everyday Health. Hi, everyone. I'm Christine Upchurch. And I'm Sabrina Fritz. And you are listening to Authenticity Rising. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Jeff Lineweaver, and you are listening to Dialogue Radio on Transformation Talk Radio. Hello, everybody. I'm CJ Liu, and you're listening to Fire It Up with CJ. 